Before we begin our episode, did you know that podcasting is the most accessible form of syndication? The number of multimedia-ready mobile devices has skyrocketed in the past few years, and so has your potential audience. So start a podcast. Starting at $5 a month, HipCast lets new and experienced podcasters focus on their show. Leave the boring stuff to us. Sign up at HipCast.com. I'm starting to hit record now. All right. So did you uh did you watch the Marvel basically the Avengers trailer? Yeah. Yeah, we're we're due for a weekly here pretty soon. We gotta talk about all this stuff. This is all of that, like the Avengers trailer is much more exciting to me than this at this point. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, I know. Uh, we have, yeah, we have, we have quite a bit of, on the weekly to kind of catch up on. Um, but I know we had, we had that trailer and we had the Captain Marvel trailer. Like they really tried to, um, like hit it out of the ballpark. Disney. Yeah, they like doubled up for the holiday weekend for sure. Too, <clears throat> because they had, uh, they did the Captain Marvel trailer too, and then you all of a sudden, uh, DC released like a image of the Shazam movie. So kind of like, oh, okay, that, look, DC's got to try and promote something of theirs. And the day right after, like, here comes Marvel, like, going, that's cute. And just drops, like, the Avengers 4 tra- teaser trailer. Yeah, here's the atom bomb. Boom. I mean, and the funny part was, like, the, the teaser part of it, of all, is, like, it truly is a teaser. It's, like, one, it's, like, I think they clocked it at a minute, right? Yeah. It's a minute... I'm just thinking myself like there's almost like three hours worth of movie. I think you can give us maybe more than a minute of a teaser. And you give <laughs> it a minute, a minute and thirty seconds, right? And then the full trailer can be like the full like three minutes or three and a half minutes or whatever. Because I was just like, God. I mean, I'm not gonna complain too much because what we saw was was really great. But I just felt like, like I I need more. Like it was it wasn't enough. Obviously. Yeah, they didn't have to. They did that. Now that's all everybody's talking about. Yeah. Um, any speculations, though, from what you've seen so far? <clears throat> I don't know. It brings up a lot of interesting stuff. Are we going to see Pepper Potts come back now, maybe, and help rescue Tony? Are we going to see, you know, is Ant-Man really going to be the linchpin to save everybody? Is, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. There's like a, it just, it made you, I don't know. It's starting to make me like, think about the next movie and where that last one left off and like how, how this is going to come together. What do you think of the name? Oh, the whole end game thing. Yeah. I, I think it was, well, it was funny because the Russo brothers, right. They, everyone was asking them like, what's the name going to be? And is it, has a line been mentioned before? And they said, like, Nope, you've never heard anyone mention, <laughs> mention these words before. So when the fact, when he said it's Avengers end game, I'm like going, Clearly, Doctor Strange told you, Tony. Yeah, you've entered the end game. This is yeah, yeah. They were lying for sure. I I don't I don't understand the I mean, and then the I mean, did you see their image that they released three, maybe no, it's a three three weeks ago or maybe even a couple months ago. Actually, it was um like the studio and you saw yeah, and they said like oh the it's it's hidden in the background. Did you see like someone's uh. Like they mapped out, like oh, it actually does say Endgame in the back. 
That yeah. I mean, I guess if you look real hard, you could see it. That's quite a stretch, but yeah. Oh, stretch beyond. I was like going <laughs> Okay, if I look at my turn my head, tilt my head, squint my left eye, and then at a forty five degree angle look upwards, I'm like, okay, that was that was a bit much. Uh, I mean <laughs> I mean I'll tell you this, when yeah, when you when you hear word endgame, I, I do get a little terrified because I'm going, Oh shit, someone Someone's going to die. Someone's going to die. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, there's probably going to be more than one of the remaining Avengers, right? Because you figure yeah. the people they were lost in the snap or whatever are probably coming back, but you probably lose Cap, I'm assuming. You're not going to lose Spider-Man because he's got his own movie coming out in eight months. Yeah. And they had a trailer for that over the weekend, but that's, <laughs> that still needs to be released. But I mean... So, are we? Are, do you think it's going to be Tony and then Cap, or what do you think? Uh, I'm I'm thinking. Can they lose I, both? Yeah, you're not going to lose both. I wouldn't be surprised if you. I think you're going to lose Cap. I don't know that you lose Tony. I think they like having, like, I think he'll still be making appearances in the Spider-Man movies and sort of. He's a nice like. He can drop in and then walk away without there being too much emotional stake involved because he can come in he can loan his tech he can spend some money he can do whatever and then go about his life with captain america everything has to be so morally driven he has to be like a big part of the story it feels like so i i could see them keeping robert downey jr around for a while and just having him make little appearances here and there you know who you know what died you know it did die though was captain america's boss ass beard <laughs> yeah he lost beard. it he, like when they when thanos snapped I think it snapped his beard off too as well. It was so sad. Yeah, he but, was definitely way sicker with the beard for sure. Oh, it, now, it brought more of a more of a resentment, not a resentment, when he was like, "Oh, look at he's been on the he's been on the streets. This poor broken down <laughs> hero. He really needs he was hardened." Yeah, exactly. Now I'm like, "Oh, you went back to being clean cut. Like, oh, the pretty boy's back, everyone." What a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was, it was, it was I mean. It, yeah, there was a lot to to take in with that uh, uh, with that movie, or I'm sorry, with that te- with that trailer. Um, obviously, we'll probably go more into it into a weekly. Yeah, but... well, that can be the subtitle or the you know for that episode is Captain America's a pussy because he because lo- he loses his beard. Well, yeah, clearly, Got that's it. the main thing I'm taking away from that trailer. <laughs> Not nothing else. That's all I really focused on. I don't even remember what else happened. <laughs> you, 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 everything is like a blur then all of a sudden you say whoa and then you just see Steve Rogers sans beard yeah and then I just silently wept <laughs> quietly you're like going, oh it's gone his sweet yeah. sweet beard's gone not not for half of humanity disappearing but just for the loss of that one magnificent beard that face the facial hair yeah. uh, well I mean Disney's got obviously once has lined up a lot of stuff um and we're actually going to talk about Disney's second animated film of the year. Ready, listener one, keeping it nerd, number one podcast. 
Let's go. Yeah. Check the podcast. Nerds about the broadcast. About to drop some knowledge on your brain with all these hot facts. Gaming, anime, and even comics got you covered. I'll just listen to this intro from this budget Donald Glover. Yeah. We'll take your mind up on a trip like Rick and Morty. Like we jumping through these portals. Trust me, none of this is boring. In the cover, all these topics start an A until the letter Z. Attack on Titan all the way to Zoro. That's more than one piece. Keeping nerd or nothing. Yeah, you know that is our motto. And if you listen to us, that's the motto that you follow. Got the host with the most. He got moves like he's Star Lord. All these haters taking shots, they missing like it's Star Wars. Far more content than you could even ask for. Put it on your phone and then just stick it to your dashboard. Tune in anytime and they will probably have your fandom. But now just kick back so you can listen to the anthem. Keep it nerd, keep it nerd. What's the hot facts? You don't need your eyes, just put down your contacts. Growing up, cause you know we got a bomb cast. Hit and then just listen to the geeky is the podcast. Keep it nerd, keep it nerd. What's the hot facts? You don't need your eyes, just put down your contacts. Growing up, cause you know we got a bomb cast. Hit and then just listen to the geeky is the podcast. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Keeping It Nerd, episode 32. This is the review of Ralph Breaks the Internet. Hey, oh, I did it. Oh, I messed that up. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm as, as always, my name is Vince, your host, and today I will be joined by two others. I will go ahead and let them introduce themselves. Raina here. Hey, guys, it's Jeremiah. What's up? Hey, thank you guys for joining me today. We're going to co-opt this whole review of this movie and this the sequel, right? I mean, we just said it a couple minutes ago. I, it's called Ralph Breaks the Internet, but I was, I, I just, I can't help but call this Ralph, Wreck-It Ralph 2, but. Yeah, I think yeah. it would have been better. I mean, Wreck-It Ralph 2, I guess, is <laughs> the most straightforward name. You don't, I guess they're trying to be clever or whatever, but. It feels, I, I don't know, Ralph Breaks the Internet just hasn't hit with me. I've seen the movie already. I've looked at the poster. I've seen the tra- all the trailers. Nope. Still, it's just barely dawning me right now that this is what this movie is called. So maybe a miss with the title slightly, but um, I guess that's just the beginning of where, well, <laughs> where I, my yeah, feelings I, this movie comes from. Yeah, well, Ralph Breaks the Internet. I mean, maybe it's the too many syllables for me. Or yeah, it's Ralph. a long title. And Wreck-It Ralph is... It told you it was the character's name. First of all, he's not just Ralph. I like that he was called Wreck-It Ralph. That was his whole thing. It was the video game attachment. Like I think it takes away from sort of what made the gave the first movie its charm. Yeah, and I think we're we're actually all coming to an agreement that this movie lost a bit of that charm. And we're gonna. I mean, we're obviously gonna dive into dive into it and you know give our like takes on on the sequel. I mean, like I said, I. I mean, if they ever gonna give it a new title, I guess they could have just made it a, a brand a brand new thing. Would you say, both of you, would you say that you needed to watch the first movie to get this movie? I would say yes because you need to understand the um, relationship between Ralph and Vanellope, because so much of that is resulting in him being a whiny crybaby in the second one. But you know, I'm getting ahead of myself. Maya, what do you think? No, 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 you're totally right. Like this, whereas the first movie was more of like a kind of an action movie, a hero's story, somebody being conflicted with their sort of place in life and how they can strive to be better 
than that. Um, this first, the second movie is all about relationships and friendship and how friendships can change and that's okay. And <clears throat> it's much more uh, rooted in, in personal, in interpersonal communication and relationship. And that's something you, you're right. You definitely wouldn't have the background for that without seeing the first one. So as a standalone, just sort of piece of pop culture, I think somebody could watch this movie and get a kick out of the gags of seeing all the, you know, internet companies and memes and things like that. But I think to really understand the the tone that they were setting, yeah, you needed to see the first one. Uh, and did do you? I, I was talking about this with Raina earlier. Do we know a timeline between uh, the last one and and the uh, and this one? I don't know that they ever established. I a think timeline. it was six years. Or am I referring to like the amount of time between, you know, part one and part two? That was definitely six years, and that may have been also. I don't remember seeing. Um, I don't remember them seeing reference, seeing them reference any certain specific amount of time, but I could very easily see that be being the case, though, because it really—I mean—it takes place now, ostensibly, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Because you're seeing all the social media, uh, you know, apps and everything that are that pop up and or you know go out throughout the movie. Yeah, and it does take some time. I mean, if they were because at the beginning of the movie, movie they are already in a routine of you know, this is boring or whatnot. Um, it to me tells me that they've already been in that type of a environment for the last couple of years. Who knows if it's six, but it's definitely been a few years to get from where they were to, to now internet and social media taking over. Yeah, I, I was, I, I mean, I think that's a, a part where it, it uh, misses for me, just like the whole social media aspect of it all, like for me, based on the trailer and every, and the title of the movie, I I totally thought this movie was going in a different direction. It it had nothing like when I saw what unfolded before my eyes for those 128 minutes or whatever how long that we were in the movie theater for. Which side note, we're gonna put a pin in what I just said right now. Jeremiah, what time did you watch this movie? Uh, let's see. We saw it on a Sunday afternoon, so we saw it like Sunday at like four o'clock or something like that. Did you have a lot of children in your theater? Uh, I don't think there was a single child in the theater. Maybe one. Oh, you're so so lucky. <laughs> so once again, a lot of reasons like why I like to watch the movies at night, uh, later later evenings because you know you avoid some of the crowds, and in the case of this movie we thought, okay, this is like a family-friendly movie. There's going to be a lot of children and I'd rather not subject myself or ourselves to like distractions or, you know, children that are, obviously they can't help themselves being loud or whatever, but did you, but you could sure as hell help a parent who knows their child is not fit for a movie to oh, sit shit. down for two and a half hours. Uh, I'm telling you, like, so we put a pin in what I said. We're, I'm going to go on this little rant. And Raina was there, obviously, with me while we were watching this movie. And I don't know if maybe that... No, no, no. That wasn't the case why I was... Uh, this this movie left a bad taste in my mouth. What happened was this la- left a bad taste in my mouth about parenthood. Holy shit, man. Like, this movie... What time did you watch the movie? Was it 10 o'clock? Yeah, it was 10 o'clock. And... It was, I think it was like the latest movie and already when we watched it at the movie theater, 
um, where you can choose your own seeds and everything is is set that way. And like when we get to our seeds, the parent next to us already has her drink in Vince's cup holder, along with her um, hot Cheetos covered with nacho cheese. <laughs> All of so that already set the tone for how this is going to be. And don't get me wrong. I get it. Like, you want to bring your child to watch a family-friendly movie? That's fine. Like, that's, 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 that's totally fine. I get it. I understand. But you took your child, who clearly it's way past their bedtime, to a movie at 10 o'clock at night. Like, yeah, Raina was right. The lady set the tone already by putting her cup in my drink holder. And I was just thinking to myself, who the hell? What? Why would you do that? Like, clearly you see there's two cup holders one on your side and one on mine. Why did you feel like you had to put one of those big drinks in my, in my cup holder? She took two of them. She actually took hers and she took yours. And she, this is the type of person she was. She, the first drink was like a big soda, which is in my seat. And the second drink was one of those like tall boy cans of Monster Energy. <laughs> she needed something to get through the evening with these monster children. Yeah, exactly. And then the dad comes to walking in, yelling, and, you know, the previews are already going, and this dude's yelling, hey, hey, I forget what the hell the kid's name was, but get over here, sit down. It's like, um, could you please discipline your kid on somebody else's time and do it quietly? Shit, we're trying to watch a movie here. <laughs> and for me, sorry, Jeremiah, you're going you're gonna to hear this the whole story. I, I uh, I, I almost became Wreck-It Ralph during this whole during <laughs> I was about to stand up in the theater and just like, this guy took a call in the middle of the movie. What the fuck is wrong with people? And he was just like going, what? Oh, yeah, yeah, we're still here. Yeah, yeah no, 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 they're awake. They're, they're still watching. I'm like going, wait, are these your children or are you watching someone's children? Either way, this is very irresponsible. And I hate you so much for right now. <laughs> And luckily for me, once again, this movie wasn't didn't have like my full attention, and it, I didn't feel like it needed it. But it was still another just another uh, another another reason why I was just like going fuck this movie experience right now is being really salty. No, and and the icing on the cake was this motherfucker turned to his <laughs> wife in the middle of the movie and was like, "Uh, do you got a diaper?" Hell aloud, like, oh no, you're gonna change your fucking kid's diaper in the middle of this movie. Oh my god. Oh my god. All I could say is ghetto. Wow. Oh, like, yeah. So I was like, um, I don't think I want to see another children's movie for a while. And like we said, like we said, we thought we were gonna avoid that whole situation by going, all right, we'll go to a late movie. I don't get it. My faith in humanity slowly just dies every time. Uh, why, like this. Let me ask you a question. Why do you have any faith left in humanity at this point? Exactly. That's your mistake. <laughs> I'm trying to give humanity the benefit of the doubt. And right now. Aw, you're so sweet. Me. You're a sweet boy. You know that? No. And you know what? You would think that, you know, they would have a, you know, high class clientele being in the Google area. I know? was just going to say, where are you guys at? You guys in Palo? You guys are in uh, Mountain yeah. View? Mountain View. Yeah, like, yeah. come on. And, and no, I expect more from this. And every single time we go to the movies, there's an, a, a situation. Uh, I'm like, we better start finding a new place to go. Yeah, that place almost turned into Vince breaks the theater because these kids can't, <laughs> these people can't get their shit together. Well, I'm sorry <laughs> for you guys. Maybe, maybe that is, maybe that is why your experience was compromised and why you didn't like the movie so much because you spent the whole time 
thinking about how you wanted to murder everyone in the theater. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, pretty much. I was just, oh, I just, I really just wanted to wreck it. I wanted to just stand up right there and I'm just like knock over there, you know, their, their monster, their monster drinks, kick over their freaking nacho cheese, hot Cheetos, and just make that kid cry right there. I'm like, you know what? You get this. You will get all of this, all the fury. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it was just bad. It, and I know we're gonna get we're gonna get back on track here, but I just felt like I had to share that little tidbit story because I think the last few movie reviews or movies, I, I've I've always seemed to find some sort of like some something wrong with, with the, my surroundings, and I and you wonder why people want to pirate a movie nowadays. That's why. Honestly, like, that is true because I like I hate I really I sh- okay I shouldn't say I hate it. I like the movie going experience, but I don't like being in a captive space with that many people. So. I will choose to go to matinees almost every time that I can be, during the week if possible so that I can avoid that because that's, it's just such a better experience. Like outside of watching like a great comedy or something and having that shared experience of everybody like laughing together or whatever, like for the most part, something like this, I would be totally happy kicking back in a theater that has four other people in it and not having to worry about it. One last thing, the, the the dad or whatever, he decided to have his father-daughter moment during the movie. He he was saying, I'm Wreck-It Ralph, and you're Vanellope. That's right. You're I'm your Wreck-It Ralph, and you're my Vanellope. And I was like going, shut the fuck, the fuck up. Game over, man. Game over. If I, if I could pull the plug on this fucking thing right now, I will I will do it. Wow. Just really? You, ha- you thought this was the best time to have your father-daughter moment? Well... Whilst in the movie, during while it's playing, clearly in the middle of a movie, I'm like going, "What the hell? Why do you feel like you have to be so loud?" About-? He was loud. The guy wasn't even sitting right next to me. It was his behemoth of a uh, wife right oh first next go. to me, and then and then the child, and then another child, and then him. He was he 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 was a bookend of this horrible family, and I'm just like, "You're three people away from me. How am I hearing you clearly?" Tell this, tell your child that you're Wreck It Ralph. You're not Wreck It Ralph. You're Wreck It Fucking Movie. You're wrecking the fucking movie for me. God <laughs> damn it. Uh, okay, we're gonna, I'm gonna simmer back down now. I, okay. Whew. The good news Get is that on. it's in the past and you've clearly gotten over it already. So <laughs> yeah. we're ready to move forward. Uh, yeah. So, all right. Where, I, I don't even know where I was anymore. We're gonna just, Let's just dive into this movie. Um, it did kick it off at the beginning. Kick it off the beginning, which basically answered our question, right? Everyone's question was, "Does Zangief wax his uh, body hair?" Right. That that was the that was the one thing right off right off the bat. They start off with that joke, which I th- I, I found you know found hilarious. It was nice. It was a nice thing. But after that, it just everything was like kind of was downhill from there, and I, I don't know. I don't know if, like they said because my the storyline I had in my head was way different um, compared to what we actually saw. Um, I think this. I I mean I'm I'm kind of like confused right now. Raina, why don't you go and pick me up right now as I try and gather my thoughts? Just thinking about that family just really got me all riled up and scrambled my head. Raina, you can go ahead and just talk about the first part of the movie, and I'm just gonna go ahead and let you guys talk about that right now. Okay. Um. Okay, where do we start off? They are all together. We see where everyone is. And um, I actually thought it was funny, the beginning. 
Um, they had, you know, some cute jokes and whatnot, but I don't know. I'm going to pass this on to Maya because Vince has me all discombobulated. <laughs> well, um, I, I, I'm coming back here. I, I think I know what, but it could start off with that joke. And then after that, I know why I went downhill is because you basically threw out all the characters from the original movie after that, except for, um, you know, Vanellope and Ralph. After that, you just had a bunch of new new characters. And I think that's why I liked the first one so much because you had so many of the video game properties um, in the storyline. You had you had the villains um, kind of uh, kind of like a AA meeting type deal, like the villains anonymous. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had you had M. Bison, you had Zangief, you had uh, Doctor Robotnik, Bowser, and I just and you know that brought all those things. Like, oh yeah, it's so cool. Like you know everything's all retroed out, and you know gave the sense of like, all right, cool. They're making all these you know, cool video game references. And I mean, I guess, yeah, you should have known it once they said the, this movie is called Ralph Breaks the Internet. It's not a video game movie. It's an internet movie. And I mean, Maya, what what are your what are your takes right, in the, right off the beginning of, or, or what I said so far? Well, so I think you're right. I think a lot of the charm of that first movie is based in and steeped in nostalgia. So yeah, what made that movie so cool, what you got... Pac-Man and you got Qbert and you got the Street Fighter characters and you got all this like these fun ties to your childhood and what it's like in the arcade and like what if all the characters like got together and hung out together almost like a Toy Story kind of thing like when nobody's looking all the characters hang out and play together or whatever um, and that first movie had a really it had a villain and it had a, it was like a protagonist story and you have to beat the villain to save the day it was like a action movie and it was uh yeah, it was cool. I loved all the properties sort of crossing over and mixing together and stuff. This movie, you get, they just sort of touch in on some of those characters from the first movie. And then it moves into this world of the internet, which is, of course, significantly different. Like the internet changes all the time. And it's, you don't really have that sense of nostalgia, really. Like all the little the little jokes and the little in things are all about memes and all about apps and all about companies and things that are, you know, pop culture now in terms of likes or whatever, Snapchat filters and shit. And that stuff is so much more fleeting in my opinion. So it's sort of like the jokes were lesser than. So while it was cute, it didn't have the same, like it didn't catch me right away that like, the first movie did so already i was sort of like not totally bought in to this one yeah no i totally agree with you um to vince's point we get rid of every character you would think that they would have fix it felix you know come in at one point to kind of help out but never do they reference all of the original characters from part one in any of the rest of the story and what I got out of that is, um, oh, going back to the original character. So the main reason why we go down this, you know, story plot is because the steering wheel on her, on Vanellope's, on Sugar Rush, you know, breaks. And right at that point, I'm already irritated because once again, I think we're going down, in my opinion, the same type of storyline in which she messes up and now Ralph has to get her out of the bind. I don't know. For part one, that 
was always a part of me where I was like, God, she's such a whiny little brat. And once again, her game breaks and now we're going down this, okay, now we have to save her. I don't know. I think that was already the start of my like sourness at this movie. Well, I mean, what made it this tough was, like you said, Jeremiah, you touched on like the internet. It's it's something that's changing every day. I mean, they made a they kind of made a reference when they had that uh, internet graveyard uh, scene when you saw like they had like GeoCities, and I think I saw you. I think you saw like maybe AOL in the background. Uh, in that junkyard, and I thought, and, and I, I, I feel like I this movie won't can't have that kind of a lasting um, effect more than the original because once again you have original that has the nostalgic feeling of like oh Super Mario Brothers or Street Fighter or Dig Dug or Pac Man whatever uh, this one like going. With every day now nowadays, like okay, Snapchat can Snapchat can get bought and any minute and shut down, and then this movie will make no sense anymore. Like, oh, what's a Snapchat? Oh, what's Instagram? What's Twitter? Because those things could just end up dying and go going away, and no one will ever. It won't really hit this movie. Let's say twenty years from now, all those social media outlets they go away, right? People will watch it and they're like, oh, I don't get it. Yeah, why would you get it? At least a video game was always a video game that you'd always can play, and it's 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 rooted forever. An app, if that goes away and dies, it's done. Like you don't see, I don't see Friendster out there anymore. Do you? I mean, MySpace is out there, but just for music, it's it's. Um, I think that was where this this story uh, line slipped up. They chose the wrong focus, wrong environment, wrong setting. Um, there was also. Reyna mentioned it uh, with, yeah, you don't see the original characters. Like at one point, Fix, Fix It Felix said, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, don't worry, buddy. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll cover you while you and Vanellope go on the internet and try and you know, go on eBay and help. It would have been nice to have like a callback during the, throughout the movie. And you see like Fix It Felix dressed up as Wreck-It Ralph. And he's, has, he's trying to bumble, bumble around the game as, as you know, Wreck-It Ralph. He's like going, I'm going to wreck it. I can't do that. You know, he just like says, I can't do that. This is, this is weird. I, this is not me. He breaks it. He fixes it again. He breaks it. He fixes it again. I mean, something, something that where you can just connect again. And there was no, no connection. It's, I find it ironic when this movie is about all the internet and I'm saying it's like, there's a lost connection here with, with its viewers or at least us, us three viewers here. Yeah, I wonder if we ask those uh, children who you hated and wanted to murder, I wonder if they liked it. Maybe it's just not, maybe we're not exactly the target audience here. Exactly. Well, and that's what was going to be one of my points here is, do you think that they made it Ralph breaks the internet because they wanted to pull in a younger audience to, to somehow have them connect? Because obviously all of the video games that's tailored towards an older audience that grew up playing those old games and now kids these days they reference more the internet apps and social media um could it be disney's play on trying to bring in a younger audience Who knows? i think it definitely well i think the first one did a good job of aiming towards adults and children i think this one is to me anyways was decidedly more geared towards kids in terms of you know tone and the references and 
whatnot. Like, I mean, you have the the main sort of cameos in this movie come from the Disney princesses. It re- it references like a Disney specific website where you would go to get content. Like, it's all sort of the biggest sort of keystone points of this movie are definitely aimed towards the an age group of like seven to twelve or something. Yeah. And I'm going to pivot here for a little bit. I mean, we've been so much on what you didn't like about this, which I feel like we could totally fill the hour of saying what we didn't like. But what were some things that you did enjoy about the movie or somewhat, you know, were surprised about that actually weren't as bad or was better than you expected? Uh, me, I, uh, so I didn't totally hate this movie. I just wasn't. Yeah. Well, no, I, I mean, there, there were parts that I liked about it. I did like a few of the new characters. Um, I liked Spamly. I thought he was kind of a throwback character to just like a down and out salesman. Sort of like, oh, come, gee, mister, come on. Let me, I got something to sell you. Come on, come back to my place. And he was, yeah. I thought that character was at least fun. I thought the e-boy was cute. Actually, I, re- I thought of Vince when I saw the e-boy. I don't know why. I think he personifies the e-boy. I think I'm going to start calling him that, actually. <laughs> the e-boy? Yeah. yeah. I think you should, for Halloween next year, you should dress yourself all in blue. And you should go as the e-boy. <laughs> that's my next cosplay then i will be the (laughs) e-boy i don't know why i think your personality is so in line with the e-boy but um but yeah i i thought of you vince um yeah i don't know i don't know what else i liked about oh actually i liked the song i liked vanellope when she finally had her like princess moment and they had like a traditional alan menken uh like disney princess sort of you know, epic sort of song. Um, yeah, I like that part of it. But for the most part, I thought the references were kind of lame. I mean, some of them were cute, I guess, but they uh, it just didn't hit. Like all the stuff that was supposed to really be funny and really catch me, like all the viral videos and stuff, like uh, I thought it was so disposable. So I, I, while I did like a few of the characters, for the most part, that was that was really it. What about you, Vince? Uh, for me, I did like Spamly. Spamly was, yeah, you're right. He was that. He reminded me of Gil. Remember Gil from The Simpsons? That's who I was trying to think of. Yes, he was very Gil. Yeah, you know, he's like he's a down out of uh, down out of his luck uh, salesman who just needs a break. He's like, oh, I'll sell you this pop up, please. <laughs> and he takes him down to his shack, and this is like a one, like a one room trailer. It's like his. He's got all all these like old school paperwork still, and nothing's electronically you know filed away. It's it's, it's actually it was pretty good, and I, I didn't mind the storyline of how they were supposed to earn money because that was actually a pretty cool part. Because at least they brought in the gaming aspect of it again, where you're like, oh, okay, so you want us to loot hunt uh, to earn money, which um, I'm not sure if you guys, you guys are familiar with it, but you know, there's people out there that in the like World of Warcraft or those open uh, open world video games where you can buy special items and then you can put them up for sale, like. I don't want to say in the dark web, but in like certain forums, you can go ahead and sell like, oh, I got the sword of, sword of Azeroth and I can go ahead and put it up and it would be worth this much. I, I did enjoy the aspect of that's how they were going to try and make their money for the steering wheel. Like, going, oh, okay, like we have to do these like little side missions type deal. 
and I and that's what I why I enjoyed uh, what I enjoyed about that mo- part of the movie. Yeah, because if like, they would have not gone to the internet and done that instead, I think I would have liked the movie better. Yeah, I yeah, there you go. I think because, like I said, the 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 whole movie for me was was thrown upside down when the true storyline came out, and I thought, oh, oh, that's that's where it's headed. Because I thought it was going to be with concerning like the loot hunting, and then you're going to be uh, dealing with online gaming now because in the beginning of the movie, so I'll, I'll take you down the road where I thought this movie was going. In the beginning of the movie, you felt like, oh, the arcade looks like it's a dying breed because you may think about it nowadays, there aren't that many arcades except for like a Dave and Buster's type deal. But it wasn't, that's not like the traditional arcades that, you know, we used to grow up in, right? Jeremiah, like Malibu and the Tilt at Fashion Island. <laughs> that was the best. Like, right? Those, those are like the true arcade, true arcades. Um, and I thought like when I saw like, oh, it's an empty arcade, there's not many kids, like, oh, shoot, like, is it because of the way gaming has now been directed to like online gaming? There's like e-leagues, there's, you know, everyone's doing, you know, not everyone's going to an arcade anymore and everyone's like focusing on just like the online gaming part of aspect of it. Wait, speaking of arcades real quick, when you talk about the movie going experience, when I was a kid, that was like a key part of the movie going experience was going to the theater like an hour ahead of time and playing like the Ninja Turtles video game or playing Rad Racer or something. Like, can you think of any theaters that have theaters in them anymore? I mean, that have theaters that have arcades in them anymore? Uh, the few up here still do, but I mean, they're like, they're not, they don't have like too many games. They're like more, uh, like trying oh, to win prizes. Redwood City actually has a, they, they have games in theirs for sure. Um, yeah, a lot of movie theaters don't like the newer theaters that they're building. They're not building arcades into them. Yeah, I, I think, I, and I don't know if maybe it's just because they're just trying not to, you know, avoid like the drama that goes along with it sometimes. Cause I don't know if, if you remember the Century 12. Uh, here in Road City, Jeremiah. <laughs> yes, yes, like, I do. There are a few, few uh, times when you you see all the cops having to pull up because some kids got a little too rowdy or a fight broke out in the Starcade. There was a little. Uh, they were a little rambunctious when they were having uh, dance battles on Dance Dance Revolution, and think <laughs> the violence turned deadly. You you should have hit the up uh, up and down uh, squares, not the side and side <laughs> squares. You stupid idiot! And then a fight breaks out. And then, you know, you'd think that instead of fighting like that, they would have broken out in song and dance and been like, uh, like beat it, like in the, the beat it video. Yeah, they were just, or no, not, not, not that, or something like, um, God damn, what's that Broadway play where they're just like dancing? West Side Story. West Side Story. Yeah, yeah, there you go. West Side Story. You just, everyone would come up and just start dancing, dance fighting. Um, but anyways, back to, back to the whole, what I thought the movie was going to go towards and what I liked about the movie, that's what I liked. I liked the whole slaughterhouse um, environment, the slaughterhouse game. I thought that uh, Gal Gadot's uh, character was actually pretty cool. It was funny and ironic that her character basically was the Fast and the Furious character she played uh, in you know that franchise. I thought it was, you know, I thought that part was entertaining as long as it was going to stay... Uh, in what in my in my head, what the storyline was going to be be like, but then it just like uh, any car racing game, it took me on a left turn when I should have made a right, and I fell right off of the cliff, and I had to start back at you know start back at start. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't too pretty. Uh, let's see, and I guess I would say it was there were like a lot of 
parts that were kind of hard to like. Like, say, oh, yeah, I thought it was my favorite part because I saw it already in the trailer. Like, I felt like the trailer showed a lot of the, you know, the good parts, as most trailers do nowadays. But I thought this was something Disney could have, like, would be, would be able to avoid. In this case, I thought they showed, like, more than, like, 80 90% of their good parts in the trailers are right. And I was like, ah, okay. That, that's like every trailer good. these days though. I mean, it, unless we like, we were talking about the Avengers before we started, like that trailer was very brief and it, it, it makes you ask some questions, but it doesn't give away the whole story. But eventually for the most part, you'll see a trailer that has some bigger pieces in it. I, you're, I think the Marvel movies typically do a pretty good job of not telling you everything, but most movies these days, like if you watch the trailers before any given movie, like, you're going to tell yourself you don't need to see most of those movies because you've already seen what's going to happen. Like in any teenage movie or any big action movie, they're going to be showing you stuff from like the final scene for the most part, or at least the climactic scene, and you're not going to have to watch it. So while this one, I think they 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 basically did the same thing, but there there was a couple things that they left out. Like you knew that the Disney princesses were, were going to be in there, but... I don't think you knew that they were going to turn into the Avengers and and have a key part to play in the in the story. Um, so there was a, there was a few things that they left out, but for the most part, that's just like all these movies these days. Uh, oh yeah, oh, sorry, there you just reminded me. Yeah, okay, that's another part. When the yeah the Disney princesses stepped up and they became like the you know true heroines that they are, not just like damsels in distress. That was actually pretty pretty cool. But I mean. I don't know. Is, Raina, was there anything else on your end that you thought that was good? I did like the Disney princesses. I really did enjoy, um, you know, we talk so much about the internet and how we wish it would have portrayed more of the video games, but there was a, an aspect to it of like seeing them kind of related to those challenges of today and, um, you know, pretty much YouTube that was cute. I wouldn't prefer that to be in the movie, but I, I it was it was okay. I think kids nowadays would, would get that, especially with the likes and whatnot. Um based off of that, um, both you, Vince, and Maya mentioned that it's not what you thought the story was gonna be. And so my question to both of you would be, um, based on the trailer, what did you actually think the story plot was going to be or or, um, you know, what direction did you think that the story was going to be in which it surprised you? Well, I mean, you, I kind of already touched upon I thought it was going to be more of like a, kind of trying to save the arcade, Mr. Litwax arcade, um, because it was a dying breed. Uh, I, I thought maybe that's where the story was going to go. They're going to try and bring back like the online gaming into an arcade aspect or something, something in that manner. Uh, but then I got, yeah, I got hit by a swerve and it was not, nothing where I was too, like, amped about. Um, Jeremiah, what about you? I basically thought the same thing. And do you think that maybe the reason we came away from it being a little underwhelmed is because that's not, because the story wasn't about any goal like that. It wasn't about saving the day at all, really. It was about their relationship so there was this MacGuffin of you know Ralph trying to leech on to every internet fad and make a ton of viral videos to get the money to save Vanellope's game when that's she didn't even want to go back to her game 
So that didn't matter in the first place, really. What it was about was their relationship and their friendship changing and people needing to, you know, be true to themselves and follow where their heart takes them, even if that's maybe going to let somebody else down, you know, then friends need to be able to support each other and that kind of thing. So the whole sort of point of the movie, you realize that at a certain point is not, you've been taken on a ride basically, and it doesn't, it ultimately doesn't matter. So except for, I guess, the people in the sugar rush game (laughs) who you don't really care about in the first place. Um, So I don't know, to me, I think that's kind of where I was like, none of this, even like I wanted a very straightforward, like a video game, you have a goal that you're trying to complete and you either do or you don't. And it's about the action on the way of doing it. And this was not about that at all. So I think the fact that they had this huge MacGuffin that you're sort of following along and you're like rooting for Ralph and they spend so much time on him. How is he going to make this money? And she doesn't want to do it in the first place. And it doesn't matter ultimately if they get the eBay auction or not really. Um, the stakes are not really that high. So in when you find out that it's totally about their relationship and friendship, that's where I was kind of like, eh, all right. Now now I'm really out because the the content is sort of lacking the emotional weight of the nostalgia yeah. part of it that I had before. And like, what are we, who cares? They're going through all of this nonsense for what? Like it's, I don't know. And I'm sure yeah, some people totally. totally loved that aspect of it. For me, it fell flat. No, and that actually brings up my next point is that there's a total damn plot hole here because, you know, in the end, you know, she wants to stay in a different video game and she says, oh, they're not going to miss me or whatnot. But wasn't the point of Wreck-It Ralph, the first one, was Wreck-It Ralph didn't want to come back to the game and so he was going to leave all of his fellow characters um, homeless if he never came back because they would shut down the game. So that's what we cared about is, you know, keeping those fellow characters safe. And then in this case, you know, we totally go away from that plot in, you know, the first movie. And now she's just going to go live out her life in slaughter race or whatnot. She doesn't give a damn what happens to Sugar Rush or any of her fellow characters. Once again, being a selfish little shit. (laughs) Um, So that's why I'm just like, to your point, you are right. Like, what the hell was the point of getting the damn um, wheel again if you were you didn't even want to go back anyways? Who cares about your game then? It's going to get shut down. Who cares? All you care about is yourself. They're very strong words. I mean, it's and it's it's true. You're right. You're like, yeah, you brought up that point in the first in the first movie, Ralph. If you want to, you know, victimize him, like, us, yeah, he was he was a guy that was getting sick and tired of being the villain. And when he didn't want to be the villain anymore, he got you know, he got crap for it and he said, all right, well, screw it. I'm leaving this game. I'm going to find something else. I'll, I'll be a hero. But when he leaves the game, yeah, there you go. He gets, you know, he's got, he gets called like, going, oh, you're going to be the reason why this, you know, game gets pulled, you know, the plug is going to be pulled and we're all going to be homeless. And then, yeah, Vanellope's going to do the same thing. Like, no one's going to miss me. And in the beginning of the movie, you hear two girls say, like, oh my God, Vanellope, she's my favorite racer. Those two girls will notice if you're gone, and if they're gone, and they're like, "Oh, well, where's Vanellope? Like, I wanted to select her to play, you know, race. She's not there." Like, "Oh, Mister Litwack, it's broken. Oh no, it's broken. Well, it is an outdated game. So I guess we'll just go ahead and pull the plug." The end. 
I don't think she saw she she thought that went all the way through. I mean, I get the message that Disney was gonna try and convey. Obviously, you let your friends, you know, if if they want to be doing something that's you know better for them or that will make them happier or whatever, then yeah, you don't you know don't hold them back and support them no matter what, you know. But in this case, it was. And, and to what you said, Jeremiah, like, going, well, what the hell was the point of everything? You could have just avoided it all if you just were st- was straight up with everyone. Because at one point, yeah, she told Ralph, like, oh, I'm just getting sick and tired of this game. So what does Ralph do? Any, what any best friend would do to keep their friend, you know, like, happy and stuff. Like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to make this new track here on your race, on, on, this, uh, on this race. So then you, it won't be something, uh, you know, everyday and mundane. Like, you have, like, here's, Here's a new twist and turn and plot, you know, that you can go ahead and play, you know, give you like a refreshed, uh, you know, reason for wanting to stay in this game, you know, Sugar Rush World. And she just overlooks the whole fact like, oh, yeah, thanks, Ralph. Thank you for doing that. But that's not what I meant. Okay, well, you're talking to a grown ass, that kind of Neanderthal thinking man. Like, Break it down. Break it down for him. Like, tell him like. Ralph, I just need a change of scenery because, you know, so and so and so. And then I just think, obviously, the big issue here was communication. Just, just say your feelings or whatever, right? And you're giving her too much credit. She's like a six-year-old or whatnot. She doesn't know how to communicate. <laughs> okay, well then, fine. She can't communicate. Let's, let's go back to waste of time. How about the whole the whole fact that I think the reason why I, it was hard for me to really get behind this movie was because there wasn't a clear-cut villain like in the first one. You had Turbo, who was hell-bent on revenge. So in this case, you reverted and you made Ralph the villain again in some other form with his insecurities, which I thought, like, that was a real, that's a real crap thing to do. You make him the, a hero, but then you also play on the fact that he's insecure and you you make those insecurities like evil, and it's supposed to, it's gonna ruin things. Like, I'm sorry, you know, you, you know, your insecure your insecurities create this like monster type deal. Like, I, I found that to be kind of like that kind of crap, right there. And then they their their solution for this uh, rage monster virus thing was supposed to be uh, like an antivirus, like a McAfee whatever and they went away from that so this movie never 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 did its goal completely it was never up front with you and it always seemed like there's going to be some other layer for uh you know that's just going to all of a sudden like take you for another turn i had completely forgotten that that this story took you on multiple, like, yeah, I wasn't even thinking about how it really took Ralph and sort of made him the villain again. He's turning into like the big show. He'll turn face turn, he'll turn face turn. We hadn't talked about wrestling yet in this thing. So I think figured I'd get that in there. When someone flip flops from being the good guy to the bad guy to the good guy to the bad guy at, at certain, at a certain point you stop really caring, you know? And I think, yeah, watching him just be such a, whiny insecure baby the whole time made it uh i think that's another thing that made me like what wasn't the whole thing wasn't the whole first movie about him sort of getting over 
himself and being sad for himself that he's a villain and finding his place in life and being okay with it and that whole thing. So now because she's got other interests, because a six-year-old's got other interests, you're going to turn into like a monster again? Like, Jesus Christ, why do I care about this character at that point? Yes, completely. And another thing with that is another message that they're sending in this is, hey, kids, you know, who cares about working hard or whatnot? Um, just be a social media influencer and you'll be able to earn lots of money. I don't know. That underlying message to kids was just like, oh, really, Disney? I, I didn't like that. Yeah, no, you're right. I thought the whole loot hunting thing and then selling whatever you find in video games to be your income thing would was like, oh, okay, that's fine. I it's you know, whatever. But I guess you do want to say, oh yeah, invest all your time in video games, kids, and you can make money that way. Okay, so let's turn it around the other way. Hey guys, the more likes you get, the more dollars you get. That's that's what that's what the society's all about nowadays. Yeah. Be a jackass and you'll get all this money. Totally the wrong message that I think for, you know, young viewers. That was like a kind of like a hidden message, right? I mean, it wasn't so hidden, but it was just like you put that little earwig in someone's, in the child's mind. And they're going to think, oh, well, look at, like, I'll have to just make this viral video and I will be rich forever. Yeah, I don't think it's that hidden at all. I think. <laughs> I think a eight year old or a 10 year old with an iPhone, because they all have them now, like they're going to see that yeah. and be like, Oh, if Ralph can do that. Yeah. Look how easy it is to get money to buy stuff on eBay. Yeah. You just exactly. make videos. That's fine. And then that's a real slippery slope to what the rest of the internet is that they didn't show you. Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> oh, the CD underground. Oh, I think maybe there's under deleted scenes. Yeah. Because there's right? a whole yeah. big portion of the internet that they didn't touch on in this movie. Surprisingly. Exactly. So my next question then to, to the both of you is, what would you change or what alternate ending would you put on this movie to make it bearable or, you know, improve upon it? Go ahead, Jeremiah. Well, I don't know do because I think I'm first. influenced by yours now. Like, I think... I think you're totally right. Like, I just... I really like your idea of the loot hunting thing. Maybe they have to go game to game to do it um, because they could have really touched on several different kind of, you know, online games. Now they could have done some sort of like a, you know, like a Warcraft style fantasy game. They were already in sort of the, uh, they could have done the Red Dead Redemption thing, like a cowboy type game. They could have, you know, they were already in like a Grand Theft Auto kind of game there. I mean, there's those types of games are so popular now. And if they're, I think the, there was there's different genres that they could have gone into there and done different you know tasks or whatever and I think that there's there's definitely tropes they could have played on that would have been interesting and characters that they could have introduced that are iconic and uh, I, I now that you've put that in my head I I'm right on board with you I definitely would have liked to have seen something like that I don't know that there's a different ending they could have picked because I really didn't I I found myself half tuning out the last you know. 20 minutes, I was like yes. checking my phone to see what time it was. Candace liked it. She thought it was decent. She had never seen the first one until about a week before, and we watched it. And she was like, oh, okay, yeah, that was cute. I'll go watch the second one. And at the end, she was like, yeah, it was cute. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Like, it was cute. When I watched the first one, I was like, that movie was cool. Like, I like that movie, and I'm going to watch it again. And I'm going to tell people about it. This one, I was like, oh, I don't know. 
and had some cheap giggles. I didn't. I wouldn't even say I giggled. I'd sort of a huh, something like that. You know, like that. That's the biggest reaction well, I had. Because she she watched it in reverse order, so it wasn't so good this one. And then she watched the first one; and it was even better. So that no, no, no. Is, she watched you know. the first one. She saw it in the correct order, but it was recent. Oh, so okay. this was whole. This was wholly oh, new. God. To her, because she didn't have a history. Now, I've had six years of liking this movie. I've probably seen it, I don't know, five to seven times, you know, the original, and liked it quite a bit. Um, liked the rewatches. Like, I don't see myself rewatching this movie. And I'm not really sure what what they could have done to change it other than sort of what we discussed before. But um, But if they make a third one now, I don't know that I need to see it. I mean, maybe I would anyways, but when you're looking at sequels, like I thought, you know, Incredibles 2 was so well done. And this, I'm, I was let down by. Yeah. I mean, I think you guys, I, I think I've already said what, with all my dislikes, if you just changed a couple of those, those areas, then I would have been like, okay, then this movie would have been bearable. Um, I guess, I don't know what else I would do to change this movie. I know the third one, though, if they are going to make a third one, they'll make it so long in between. They'll make another six years. Make another, like, two or three. And then make it to, like I said, like, the arcade is a dying breed. Make make the, make the Mr. Litwack, you know, arcade, like, oh, it's on the brink of being bankrupt. And like, I mean, you want to get rooted in real life, real, real times. And hey, yeah, there you go. Congratulations, everyone. Like, People don't want to go outdoors and, you know, experience things with, uh, you know, friends and going out and stuff like that. You just want to just sit at home and play some kid in Korea, uh, play, you know, or some kid in uh, in New York and just keep your video game experience there. And you kill, you kill, uh, you kill the arcade. I, think, I don't know. Maybe they can possibly do something uh, in that manner where now Ralph, Ralph saves the arcade or something. I, I mean, I don't know. Just... Maybe steer away from the internet thing, and and maybe steer away from having Vanellope being uh, focus focus. Like bring it bring it back to to Ralph. I think uh, wreck it, Ralph. Ralph breaks the internet, but yet we're still here, you know, sharing the screen time with Vanellope. And it seems like it should have been like Vanellope wants a new wants a new life. That's the that, that's the that's that's what should have been called. The movie should have been called. Or, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I, I wasn't 100% behind this movie after, you know, leaving the theater. I won't, it won't be a rewatch. I'm not going to buy it when it comes out on Blu-ray or whatever. Okay, let me ask you a question. So we all basically thought this was called Wreck-It Ralph 2. It's not. It's called Ralph Breaks the Internet. If the working title had been Vanellope Wants a New Life, would you have gone to see it? No, God, no. <laughs> Can you imagine that on the poster of just her like looking that off into the like distance a... wistfully? Yeah, exactly. That sounds like a Hallmark movie. Vanellope wants a new life. Other... Yeah. Lifetime? Yeah, lifetime. <laughs> Vince, I think you're onto something, bud. That's the... I, look at that. I'm, I'm, right, I'm, I'm now writing movies for Hallmark <laughs> and uh, Lifetime. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> fresh uh, Vanellope's fresh start. Oh yay! I mean, I, I mean, it is what it is. That it's sounds like a made... video that's in that other part of the internet that they didn't show in this movie. <laughs> Ooh, yes, yes, yes. That's, then that wouldn't be a Disney film anymore. What depends? You got all those princesses in there. 
Uh oh. <laughs> oh my god. I don't want to go. We're not gonna go down that route. Um. Anyways. Um. God, this this movie got an eighty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, it it did make quite a bit of money in the in the, you know, in the box office. I mean, Ralph breaks the internet. If anything, Ralph broke my heart just because. Oh. <laughs> It wasn't, it, you know, it broke my expectations for what I thought it was going to be. And, I mean, real quick, here's a quick side story for you, Jeremiah. So when the first movie came out, uh, it wasn't, there wasn't too much hype around it. At least not for me. I just thought, like, oh, okay, it's about, it's a video game, you know, a retro video game storyline or whatever. Um, and, you know, I just didn't follow up on it or whatever. And one time, so me and Reina went to Las Vegas. And we were like the old strip, you know, Fremont Street or whatever. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Yeah. So I guess they had, the, it was like an old time, uh, like, yeah, it was like a retro video game conference. So like a bunch of like coin-op, uh, you know, whatever. Oh, so like uh, so, like the guys from King of Kong were there? Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. You, you see a bunch of guys like that or, or like developers or things like that, right? So... Me and Raina were sitting. We're, we just—I don't know what caused us to go down to that old strip, but we were—we were in that hotel. I don't know what the hell it was called, but it's the one that basically was in Back to the Future Part Two in Biff Town. Oh yeah, that's the uh, uh, oh. shit. I can't think of what it's called. The one all the way at the end. Yeah, yeah, the tall one, right? The tallest one on that street. So we were there. That's where the convention was being held. We were just walking around, like, oh look, there's a McDonald's. Let's get something. Uh, get get something to eat real quick, and we'll leave. So we're standing in line. And all of a sudden, this uh, this Asian guy was behind us, and you can tell he had one too many drinks, like a lot. But he also wasn't one of those like standard Vegas guys who had too many drinks, like you know, one of those douchebags. Like, yeah, man, we're gonna go and party all night, and we're gonna go and hit the slots, and then we're gonna get some sluts. You know what I'm talking about? Nothing, <laughs> not not like that guy. It was the this guy was like he was. You could tell he was part of the. Uh, the group that was going to be going to the coin op convention. So you just see him, he was just like drifting back and forth. And then all of a sudden he just like taps my shoulder and he's, he's like saying, Hey, Hey, do you know, you know what this is? I'm going, yeah, it's, it's McDonald's. And he just, I was going, uh, yeah, I want a double cheeseburger. And I was like going, okay, that's, that's cool. Like they have, they have a bunch of stuff there. And he just started striking up a conversation with me and Raina. And at one point Raina, he serenaded you, didn't he? Yes, he actually started saying some Elvis Presley to me. Lucky girl. Which is yeah, pretty cool while eating his cheeseburger. <laughs> Why didn't you leave? You stayed around long enough for him to get a cheeseburger? Yeah, that was on Vince. <laughs> no, I, I, I felt bad because, oh, obviously Fremont Street also isn't like the savoriest, you know, part of the strip anymore or Vegas. So I was, I was kind of fearful for the fact that he was, gonna, he was by himself. So I thought like, oh shit, this guy might get like mugged or beat up because he just kept on taking out his wallet and his money was like falling out. And I'm going, uh, all right, buddy, I'm going to help. I'm going to take you back to the conference because you need to find your friends. He's like, yeah, my, my friends are up there. I go, okay, let's, let's go. And I, I escorted him all the way up to like the entrance. And you know, you only escorted him because you thought maybe you'd be able to get into the coin op conference <laughs> yourself. Duh! Of course, I was hoping maybe he had a free like guest pass or something. Um, but yeah, he was just like, "Oh, like yeah, my friends are in there now." I was like, okay, you're good. You're good to go. Like, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, like you have a good day. So this ties into Wreck It Ralph. 
they were giving out promo T-shirts to Wreck-It Ralph at this coin op thing. And the guy was like, going, hey, man, thank you for, you know, being nice and like watching over me here. Here, you could have this uh, free promo shirt. Like they're giving a bunch out here today. Here, you could have this one. And I was like, huh, sure, I'll take it. And I got myself a pretty cool Wreck-It Ralph promo shirt. Wow. Out of that. Did it have uh, stains on it, like ketchup and mustard stains? <laughs> was he wearing it when he was eating drunken cheeseburger? Yeah, he obviously, he had to take it off his his his, uh, his little Asian body. And all of a sudden, <laughs> I just see like a a ninety a 95 pound hairless asian guy like giving me a shirt i was like oh thank you very much this is a really cool gesture i wish i didn't take you all the way up here now and watch you gobble them that burger like a monster that makes the story so much better vince i don't know if you know that well unfortunately it wasn't true he he just it was a shirt that he had draped over his shoulder the whole well, time he never went nice. to you saw his body yeah. after you took him back to your room is that not true <laughs> Yes, that's the story <laughs> told. So, do you know? So, I remember um, 2012 when this movie came out at Disneyland. They still had the arcade in the uh, what was it? Called? Oh, the Starcade in the uh, the uh, like in the queue basically for Space Mountain, or in the same building as the Starcade store. They had some uh, escalators, and if you went up to the second floor where they had the X-wing like hanging from the ceiling. They had video games oh, yeah, set up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So when I was a kid, I used to love going up there, even though we had spent a ton of money to go into Disneyland. And now I here I wanted to spend more money playing Street Fighter or whatever. <laughs> and my parents would never let me spend any money there, but I thought it was so cool. Um, but they actually had complimentary Wreck-It Ralph arcade games that you could play. It was a meet and greet area in the arcade. So you can get your picture taken. And then you could also play the, the actual Wreck-It Ralph game for free in there. Oh. Yeah, it was pretty fun. It was tough. It was a tough game, but uh, that was fun. And I'd never seen it anywhere else. I think they just made it for that stretch of, you know, three months or whatever while they had the meet and greet. But yeah, it was really cool. So like when that game came out, I was like, oh, this is like a new character. It's like a new game. It's almost feels nostalgic, even though it's new. Like, this is so cool. And now I'm like, God, he's kind of a whiny bitch. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. That's that's the lasting impression we're going to have right now of Wreck-It Ralph until they make another movie. He's just a guy who's just too into his feelings and really he has some attachment issues, right? But we're not going to see it because we all have vowed that "Mm, we probably won't see the third one. I don't even know that there would be a third one. Do you know, like where would, what would they even do? I mean, we could come up with ideas, I guess, but the story doesn't really need any, like I I can't imagine they would do a third one. Then again, it depends how much money it makes, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if anything, I, I did relate a little bit to uh, Ralph and the whole thing of, you know, your, your friends are going to obviously go their own path and then you, you you will do, you know, as a friend, you'd support whatever decision they'd want to at the end of the day. I I kind of, I related to that. I mean, I'm talking to a friend right Here now who, who went, went, yep, yeah, I'm going down there. You went your own path and I... I understood that you know you couldn't stay in Sugar Rush forever. You couldn't stay at Mr. Liquid's or uh, Litwax Arcade, and uh, you needed to go to Slaughterhouse. I understood that. So and you know, and you started off as a whiny bitch too. So. <laughs> Wait, which one am I here, Vince? You're the whiny bitch in this scenario, am I not? Are you not? Am I mistaken? I have been known to wear <laughs> overalls and just walk around my bare feet, crushing things. <laughs> in the movie theater the other day. 
Were you cosplaying that day? I was. I should have cosplayed that day and just started kicking around all that shit. I mean, like I said, I don't know if that contributed to the sour taste in my mouth. I don't think it did. I, either way, I, I just thought the movie was wasn't as strong as as the as the original. And I think it's it just suffers because it was six year. It was six years since its uh, predecessor, and I think that was like how it was for The Incredibles as well. Like I think it was though Incredibles was. Uh, was a good. I thought it was like a bit late on its, uh, you know, arrival for us. Like we were waiting for that sequel for the longest time. And when it came, it was like, eh, it was okay for me. I will say I thought it was better than this sequel. I, I, I enjoyed that movie way more. Oh yeah, yeah, much, much better. Uh, yeah, and actually, if you just think about all the the movies that Disney and Pixar have been doing, because I'm sort of lumping them together at this point, even though they're different. But I mean. It, it, as a collective, as a company, I think they've been really good. Coco was really good. I thought Incredibles 2 mm-hmm. was really good. I was really looking forward to this one, and I was sort of, eh. So that's okay. If the Disney company is putting more of their energy into the Marvel movies that are coming up and the next Star Wars movie so they don't fuck that one up, I'm okay with it. <laughs> well, speaking of Star Wars movies, before we wrap up, um, when you saw that they, uh, the Millennium Falcon has now landed in uh in Disneyland. I did. They have it in the area right. They're anticipating something like crowds that will have like 10 hour plus long lines for that first summer when it opens up. I was all excited when they announced it. I was like, I'm going to be there the first day. That's insane. Realistically, I would probably won't be there for the first 6 months that it's open because I don't know that I can justify going and waiting in line for 10 plus hours for one attraction when it costs 120 bucks or whatever it is a day now to go there. Yeah, that's it's insane when I when I heard about the ETAs of what each ride would be, I'm going, "Uh, yeah, I mean, me like me and Raina's idea was like, well, we just get passes and then obviously at least we we'll just come back and every time we'll just kind of like tick off a little bit a checklist like, okay, on this visit we'll at least at least get this attraction out of the way or ride out of the way in that in that area. But even then, I'm, I'm now I'm just kind of double thinking. Like, Fuck! But can I actually spend ten hours in line? Fuck! I'm too old, I think. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely not. I'm I'm too old for that. I'll meet you after I've ridden, you know, every other ride around Disneyland. I'll come back and you're still in the same spot. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Bring me a churro at least, or a Dole Whip donut, or whatever they have <laughs> over there now. It's going I'm just like God damn it. Oh man. So, um, last question for how about you guys. What, so what would you rate this movie? Is it is it the worst? Or, I mean, like, between, like, 1 and 10. Uh, Reyna, how about you? I'd give it a 6. It really didn't do it for me. And I think they've done a lot better. I mean, I wasn't even really into Incredibles 2, but I thought that was so much better than this. Like, yeah, I'm not into it. A 6. Maya? I mean, I'm, I was sort of in the same range. Like, I don't know, like a like a five, a five or a six. I mean, I think for the most part, like I'm thinking, I'm looking at a little list now of like Disney theatrical animated features. So leaving out the Pixar movies, which I we're all, I think, fairly familiar with the the Pixar movies. Oh no, where'd my list go? I'm looking at the movies that were just made in the last, you know, few years so you got 
or actually let's lump them both together. So you got Ralph Breaks the Internet, Incredibles 2, Coco. I never saw Cars 3. Moana I thought was really good. Um, Finding Dory. So you got some of these sequels in there that were, they were okay, but I didn't leave the theater going, oh, that was disappointing like I did for this one. So while I don't think it's the worst, like I didn't really care for The Good Dinosaur. I didn't really... Actually, I did like Big Hero 6. I don't know. When I think about the last, like, maybe five years, it's definitely on the lower end of of Disney releases. So definitely not the worst. There's movies that I liked, you know, less than this one, but it's uh, it's in the lower kind of third, probably. Yeah, it's, it's eh. Like you said, it's meh. If you were going to... If you were gonna make this like like the internet, I'm the meh emoji right now with this movie. Like meh, mm, I don't know. Yeah, that was that, so. That, we, that was the reaction that, that a meh emoji gets. I guess it's just a bunch of dead silence for about eight seconds. And well, I guess we could all yeah, we could all. This movie is. I don't know. I don't even know what to say about it. Eh. Well, I'll let this sound basically. You know. Describe what we think about this movie. This piece of me just dies. <laughs> wasn't it? Wasn't that great? Yeah, honestly, I don't know. I felt like this was a struggle to talk about it because it was just so like disappointing in my opinion. I don't know. Struggle to find something good to find a good balance between it. It was just. I feel like this episode is just a rag on. Well, it. yeah, it, it was unmemorable. Like there was, I was part. There was parts of this movie that I was struggling to remember. When you brought it up, I'm like, oh yeah, I don't even remember that happening because I wasn't invested. So that's the biggest criticism I have of this movie is it didn't do enough to get me invested as a viewer, and that's like that's a problem. Wah, wah, yeah. wah. Miss it again, Disney. So hopefully, you. I mean, the next animated movie is going to be. Is it Toy Story? Toy Story Four is coming out in not too long. Is that going to be their next one, though? I believe so. That one's coming out in June. Oof. And then, you, and then okay. you have well, Frozen 2 later that year. Frozen 2? What? That's, that's what oh, it God. says here. Yeah, June, Frozen 4. I mean, June is Toy Story 4, and then uh, November, Frozen 2. Oh, I'm sure. I don't even, that wasn't even on my radar. I'm sure. Oh, yeah, I'm sure of it. And I can't wait to review that one. Then uh, we'll see how. how well, that I'm goes. looking forward to this one oh. much less. So I, it'll be interesting to see what kind of if I go into this movie with much lower expectations, how it'll end up uh, turning out at the end. Because I was really looking forward to uh, to Ralph breaking Wreck It Two, whatever this fucking movie was called. I don't know. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Oh, Ralph makes Vince mad at the theaters because of some. Irresponsible parents. That's what it's called. Um, Raina, where can everyone find you on the interwebs? Um, you can find me on Instagram, depending on whether I'm private at the time or not, at RainaX81. Otherwise, just catch me on Vince's IG. <laughs> uh, Jeremiah, where, where can everyone find uh, you? XJDempseyX on Twitter and Instagram. Um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm private, but add me anyways. I want lots of followers. I just don't want my people at work seeing all the uh, lascivious nonsense that I post. <laughs> um, and you know, it's funny that we you know we ragged about a little bit uh, about 
the internet thing, the whole internet factor of Wreck-It Ralph and him over here saying, okay, and where can everyone find you on social media? <laughs> yeah, please, please rate, like, and follow, subscribe. I, please, I get it. Please I get how subscribe to this. But, we want to make money at this. <laughs> I will do anything. I will literally do anything. I'll make a video of myself falling down. I will make videos of myself reacting to other stupid reaction videos. I will dance if I have to. Like a fucking <laughs> dancing monkey. I will do anything. Anything. Dance for us. Dance for us right now. <laughs> well, anyways, um, uh, you can find me at vmasaro09 on Instagram and vinsanity09 for uh, Twitter. But once again, it's only for Funko uh, contests. So, yeah. Um, what else? Oh, of course. Yeah. Our, our very own Keeping It Nerd uh, account on Instagram and our Keeping It Nerd podcast at gmail.com email so go ahead and send us emails there let us know did you like this movie was it where, where, where does it rank uh, on your list like are, are we wrong like, should we watch this movie again tell us why um and then of course obviously we'll tell you you're wrong and you're stupid i'm just joking no that's not no, true we will we will tell you you're dumb and stupid so don't bother um, <laughs> anyways um yeah so that's keeping it nerd podcast at gmail.com um and is there anything else that we could have to say about this episode um oh yeah i'm sorry yeah please rate like subscribe and follow us on all of our socials uh on this uh, on this um podcast where you can find us on apple Podcasts, stitcher radio and google play um i don't know if i'm missing anything else if i am sorry um happy holidays everyone um and we'll keep on uh keeping it bring it keep it real keep it nerdy boy keep it nerdy Check the podcast, nerds about the broadcast About to drop some knowledge on your brain with all these hot facts Gaming, anime, and even comics got you covered I'll just listen to this intro from this budget Donald Glover yeah. We'll take your mind up on a trip like Rick and Morty Like we jumping through these portals, trust me, none of this is boring And they cover all these topics, start an A into the letter Z Attack on Titan, all the way to Zorro, that's more than one piece Keep it nerd or nothing, yeah, you know that is our motto And if you listen to us, that's the motto that you follow Got the host with the most, he got moves like he's Star-Lord All these haters taking shots, they missing like it's Star Wars Far more content than you could even ask for Put it on your phone and then just stick it to your dashboard Tune in anytime and they will probably have your fandom But now just kick back so you can listen to the anthem Keep it nerd, keep it nerd, what's the hot facts? You don't need your eyes, just put down your contacts Growing up, cause you know we got a bombcast Hit and then just listen to the geeky is the podcast Keep it nerd, keep it nerd, what's the hot facts? You don't need your eyes, just put down your contacts Growing up, cause you know we got a bombcast